0: Dispensary, the podcast prescribing a weekly dose of all things Dula. The dilemmas discussed are made-up scenarios and any resemblance to actual persons or events are purely coincidental. Please welcome your hosts, Siobhan and myself, Kiki Hello Siobhan, how are you this week?
1: I'm fine and dandy and how are you this week?
0: I am, I'm also very fine, very fine, um, running my doula course this week. So this is the first time I've actually recorded a podcast in the middle of a doula course. Yes, because normally we pre-record. Yes. Because we do, it,
1: um, we do it in the same, we're in the same studio. But yes, you're right slap bang in the
0: middle of your course yeah well actually three You're days finished you've to tell
1: us all about that you've got to tell us all about that aren't you in in, the, in this podcast
0: I will be telling you more about that later but what, what have you been up to in the last week
1: oh well in this oh, well I'm on I'm on week eight of couch to 5k can you believe I've stuck to something for eight weeks
0: no that is I'm I have to admire you take my hat off to you Siobhan
1: You doff your cloth cap to me.
0: (laughs) So what are you running now then? 5Ks now?
1: Well, you know, they say couch to 5K. It's more couch to 3.5K for me in that time that they give you to do it. Um, Yeah, I'm pretty sure somebody could walk past me faster. (laughs) Um, But you know what? I'm out there. I'm doing it. I've got one week left to go. So um, yeah, I'm I'm quite surprised that I've stuck to it for eight weeks. So that is my that's my lockdown thing. I have done the couch to five k.
0: That's wonderful. I can't really say I've done anything uh, much really. Uh, no, but uh, what I wanted to say, I was going to say to you about this, Siobhan, That did you notice that you can buy the test kits now for COVID nineteen to see if you've actually got immunity? Yeah, but. I think there's be a lot of dodgy um, companies selling these kits.
1: How they're legit?
0: Well, I found a company that looked like it was endorsed by everything. It's ninety nine pounds for the kit. I was very tempted. You actually have to send it off, so it's not like you get it and you read it yourself. You have to send it off, and then it takes a couple of days to get the results back. But it was a hundred percent accurate.
1: And has it been verified by any,
0: like, drug companies or? It was on this site. Yeah, I'll show you. I'll, I'll send you a link because I, I think I'm pretty sure you've had it, haven't you? Or you I'm, think so? I'm sure
1: I've had it. Now, put it this way. If what I had in January is not it, I 100% don't want to get it because that's yeah. not enough. But I think it. I think I have had it. Um, just every symptom they talk about is exactly what happened to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd love to know. Um, I actually went out for the first time this week as well to a garden centre.
0: Ooh, check uh, you out.
1: I know, but you know, obviously I haven't been going to uh, any shops for nine weeks or mm-hmm. anything because I've got asthma. Yeah. i one of the chosen ones um I'm special as my kids keep telling me you're one of the special ones (laughs) um but yeah so I went there and I put a face mask on and oh my god did I feel claustrophobic I just I couldn't handle it it was awful so I'd love to know if I've had it because then I'll be a bit like do you remember the kid from the ready break advert with the gloves the barrier around them protecting them yeah Uh, yes anyway what what episode are we on
0: uh, yeah, we fo- totally forgot about that. 39. I think it's episode 39. And Welcome, everyone. <laughs>
1: welcome, listeners. Episode 39. Shall we crack on with the show?
0: I think we should.
1: Ba-da-ba-da-ba. Now it's time for... Do La now that sounded like we were in time to make I know, I know. It sounded, uh,
0: yeah, it sounded perfect. Do you know, by the time we don't have to record these apart from each other, we're going to have this down to a T. We're
1: going to have this cracked. We're going to have it nailed. Absolutely. Yeah. So this week's dilemma, have you, uh, do you want to read that out for us, please, Kiki?
0: I will try. Adula went for an interview but heard nothing back. So she went for another interview with clients with similar due dates. And as she was on her way back, they sent her an email to book her. Now she's heard back from the first client she saw and they also want to book her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Interesting.
0: Dilemma. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What do you think, Siobhan? <laughs> what
1: do you think? Tricky situation, isn't it, really? Um. I, I think, well... I get what I tend to do is I would always um message back that first couple to say you know i've had interest from another couple, but obviously I saw you first uh, and I'd like to give you first refusal um, so it's tricky though because if they've if they've literally emailed her as she 's driving home from the interview, you don't really want to keep those people waiting, do you no. uh, if you know j- the other couple, I suppose it depends how long it's been since since the other couple
0: saw her. But, um, yes, yeah, it's a tough one. What would you do in that situation? Well, exa- I wouldn't want to be in this situation because, actually, I think it's important. Like, with anything you do with doula work or anything you do, is about the setting clear boundaries and expectations from everyone. Exactly like you say, if you, you would have kind of said to the first couple... That you know, some doulas even say, You know, you have one week to get back to me, and if I don't hear from you within the week, then I'm assuming you, you, you're not going to go ahead and hire me. Uh, or, like you said, if you do get another inquiry come in, that you email the first couple that you've already seen to say, You know, I, I've had some, some another inquiry, so if you could let me know either way, that'd be great. But uh, I am going for this other interview. So it's really tricky. I mean, the other alternative might be just to be uh, completely honest and say, you know, I didn't hear back from you. I'm assuming, I'm hoping this is kind of a week or so later rather than the next day.
1: Yeah, I doubt, I'd say it probably
0: is. It must be, There there
1: must have been a fair bit of time passed before she's gone for this other interview. She's, She's obviously thinking in her head, this other couple don't want her. So exactly. that, that, that to me says there's, there's been a fair bit of time has gone past. So, um, yeah, it's tough, isn't it? It's a tough one. But, yeah. I think, I guess you, she... you, you, I think you do this, don't you? You sort of say to them, well, if you can let me know by the end of the week, or you give them a date, don't you? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The other thing I was going to say, you could potentially get back to them and just be honest and say, do you know what? I've just been booked for your due dates. Uh, I went and saw another couple and they booked me literally as I was driving home. So uh, if you would like to find some kind of solution to this, what I can offer you is uh, uh, me being your doula with a backup or shared care arrangement or something like that and see how how that works out. So I think you could look at doing that because, you know, it's such a shame, especially if you're you're a new doula and here, all of a sudden you have two births and you know how. Isn't it? It, yeah, like eight
1: is for one, and then two come along at once.
0: Exactly, so it's not unusual for that to happen. But it, I know how I would be feeling. I would be like, oh, I don't. I want to do both. If I can do both births, I want to. I want to be there at both births. So I would offer them the alternative and just say, "I'm. I'm really sorry. I just kind of assumed that you weren't going to go ahead, but knowing that they might say, you know, they might be disappointed and have you know not feel that good about you because you didn't get back to them to double check so the yeah. potential is always there that they're not going to want to book you now so the other alternative perhaps might be you know i'm i'm really sorry i'm already booked up now but i can recommend and then give some other doula's names so you're actually trying to help them to to at least find another doula
1: yes yeah absolutely yeah, it's a tough one, isn't it? And it is—it is a nightmare when that happens, um, if it happens. But yeah, it's you, there's lots of different things you can. There's different ways you could, you could sort of resolve that.
0: Yeah, and I, I guess working in a collective like like you are, that would be that. Would that be this an is, issue. is that, Sorry,
1: that wouldn't be an issue. We would take
0: them exactly. So that that is the really big plus bonus. And I know more and more of these collectives are popping, it, are popping up, especially I, I've noticed that quite a lot of birth bliss doulas are doing this, which I, I, I'm really chuffed with because I think that's lovely. Um, yeah. And then you can support a lot more people. You
1: can. You can support a lot more people. And it's just nice to actually work in a team as well. Um, yeah, it's good because, you know, if you've got something on, you know the other two... And deal with or it depends how many's in your collective but you know if you're working we work in a team of three um at a time and yeah it's nice to know that if you've got something on there's two other people there giving the person as much support as they need so yeah definitely the way forward
0: yeah so and, and the thing with this dilemma again it comes back to what we've covered on many many an episode about boundaries uh, clear information yes. explaining what we're expecting from the clients as much as explaining what they can expect from us I think that's really important and then you just won't get into these kind of awkward and maybe a bit challenging dilemmas
1: yeah I mean you do come across those clients that well thankfully I've not come across many but every now and again you do come across those clients that seem to interview the entire list of doulas that are available in their area um and those you know i sort of I, if i've ever been to an interview where i know they they are talking to a lot of other doulas i will absolutely give them a deadline, like and say you know i, I need to know by this date because i have other people that i am going to see um Because, yeah, I just, you know, I'm not going to hang around forever and I'm not going to turn work away waiting for them to come back. So I I think until that deposit is in your bank account, you shouldn't turn any work away. You shouldn't turn any interviews down, you know, until that money is landed in your account and they've signed the contract. Even if they want to book you, until they've signed the contract and the money's in your account, nothing's guaranteed.
0: Yeah, so you might want to maybe hold back on a reply to that email then when the first clients get back to you in this situation and make sure you've got the deposit and all the papers signed before you go back and say, I'm already booked.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. So
1: hopefully that's um, given you some food for thoughts. Now it's time for question
0: time where was
1: your drum roll
0: uh oh sorry I forgot to do that
1: Mm, never mind
0: it's probably because I've just been sitting in in front of zoom the whole day giving a doula course and I've just started drinking a glass of wine so I'm probably slowly kind of fading
1: don't lie we all know it's a bottle with a straw in it (laughs) shh don't tell anyone (laughs) right um okay so this week's question shall we have a listen hello there I wonder if you can help me I'd like I'm interested in doing a doula course and they're all virtual online so I'd like to know what the difference is between the virtual courses or one actually in person if you could come back to me that'd be great thanks very much okay so there we go
0: that's this week's question so what do you think Kiki (laughs) so yes but it's really my kind of department this doula courses isn't it so yes yeah (laughs) yes we do have the situation at the moment that most of the doula courses are actually taught virtually or online so it's what's different well I have to say I was a bit worried about teaching a doula course virtually so my course that I'm doing right now is virtual so it's not actually it's it's online in the sense that you obviously have to have an internet connection and a computer and and zoom but it's not online that you sit and study on your own it's all interactive face-to-face so it's a virtual course so my idea was to uh, try and do exactly the same course as I will do in a face-to-face or in-person course but do it online And so we finished day three today. And today was about infant feeding, uh, supporting breastfeeding. And part of that is obviously demonstrating and helping show someone else how to do breastfeeding. And it was just so perfect because the situation we're in means that none of us really can go in person to do breastfeeding support. Most of it is done virtually. You know, we've seen numerous IBCLCs, you know uh, do demonstrations or help people online so i kind of phrased it that way that you know this is what you might be doing for a little while now so let's practice how you do that how do you help someone with breastfeeding so uh, we did that so i so far it has been no different really i was worried about the whole you know the the oxytocin that you get in the in the doula courses often everyone you know women together talking and sharing and learning but I can really get that over the over the internet over the ether I can feel it we're all connecting and on the first day when I came back from grabbing a cup of tea when I came back in they were all chatting you know they were all yeah I was like, oh, wow, this is like, this is working. I was quite surprised. No, that's brilliant. But the thing, I mean, the great thing is with uh,
1: your course is that it doesn't just finish, does it? With the course, you, you do have a really, really interactive um, Facebook, private Facebook group. You know, we've had some amazing speakers come on our Zoom calls. You know, it's really, it's a very interactive group. So it will be an ongoing community that they're part of. So that's thats really
0: good that it's working out so well. Yeah, no, I'm really chuffed. And to answer the, the caller's question, uh, I guess the big difference is that, you know, we're not together next to each other. And um, we, we're not having lunch together. We're not having the tea breaks and the cakes together, but we, we're going to try and do that tomorrow virtually. <laughs> yeah. So, but apart from that, it's, it's the same kind of trusting and kind circle of women sharing their experiences, trying to find ways of putting their points across without, you know, upsetting anyone, but still being true to what they think and feel. So I I think that if you're thinking of coming on a doula course, this is probably a very good time. You know, on this course this week, I have a woman in Dubai. I have a woman in Scotland, a woman in Northern Ireland, and a woman in Wales. I'm literally covering the whole of the UK and abroad. And it's so nice to, to, to bring all those women together in a space that has felt... Yeah, really good. I, I'm really chuffed. And like you say, I, and I say this on any course anyway, but this is just like the the beginning. You know, this is this is not the beginning at the end of everything. This is the start. And then they can join in the private Facebook group. Like you say, I'm, I'm very, very, I find that very important, that ongoing support, which is part of what you get from, from the Birthplace Academy. So, yeah, I think... You, the only difference i have found so far is that we're not together in the same room uh you know in person
1: but as you say you know none of us the government included we know, we have no idea when this is going to end um so we have no idea when in person courses can ever take place again yeah um, and actually, you know, if you, want, if you really are passionate about something and you want to get – I know I'm like that. If I set my heart on wanting to do something, I just want to do it now. I don't want to wait six months. I don't want to wait a year. I want to get going. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the fact that you can do it by Zoom, uh, and like you say, it's virtual. It's not on – well, it is online, but it's not – it is an interactive. You are actually seeing you, talking to you in real time – getting answers back to your questions. I think it's brilliant that you can do that.
0: Yeah. I, I, and Zoom, actually, I have to say with the breakout rooms, we, we've done a few, like, I can, I, I like that bit, actually. That's a big advantage because I'm in control. So I have the breakout rooms and i set a timer and then I just, you know, it, they have to come back in the room. You know, when, <laughs> when we're in the big room, and I'm going, you, you know, we're going to go into groups now. Sometimes it's really hard to get everyone's attention again because obviously, when you get talking, you, you know, and I get that, and it's really lovely to see. So, in in that sense, I've got more control in one one sense, uh, and also um, I can share things, links straight away, documents I can upload. It's it's there's some pros with being online, and obviously there's some cons as well that you're we're not actually together. But yeah, I've I've been really chuffed by how well it's gone. So yeah, and as you say, lots of people are also furloughed now, or they're in an industry where there's no work. You know, there's there's lots of industries that are you know like uh, television, film, events, all those kind of industries have got nothing going on. Yeah, because because what's what's happening so many women are thinking do you know this is an opportunity for me to go and do this course now because I wouldn't be able to do it any other time teachers for example you know teachers can only do the course in the school holidays and I don't run courses in the school holidays because I would like to think
1: teachers are still teaching seeing as they haven't been furloughed they are still on the hundred
0: percent pay some of them have you know, they do a couple of days. They do like a share, so they can't go in. They're doing a lot of support from home. Um, oh yeah, so I don't, not that I have a 100 teachers on my courses, but, you know, some some teachers work part-time. So you have part-time teachers Yeah. that can come on the course now, which they wouldn't be able to do in person because also they're, you know, they're, there's lots of getting kids to childcare, all those things that prevent a lot of women from doing something they really want to do this has kind of made it possible for them to come and do the doula training course. And and then they don't know when they're actually going to be doulas, but at least they have it there and can start the process. So, yeah, I don't think, I mean, if you really, really want to do an in-person course, you're just going to have to wait and see. But if you really want to come and do a doula course, I think it's working really well uh, virtually. And I'm sure some of the other courses are, I don't know what they're finding, but you know all of us are most of us are doing online or virtual courses now
1: that's really good it's so good to hear that it's working really well so yeah so for anybody because we do have a lot of listeners from people that are thinking about becoming doulas mm-hmm. um so yeah there you go if you are listening and you are thinking about doing a doula course out online virtual then maybe you should now's the time to jump on it um if you've been furloughed or you know you haven't got any work on now's the time to to jump on that any any workshops you want to do or any courses you want to do so hopefully that's answered your question yeah the doula dose your weekly dose of doula thank you annabelle so now it's time for the doula dose
0: the dose of doula
1: (laughs) and this week's dose of doula is what kiki
0: I thought we should talk a little bit about aromatherapy oils.
1: Lovely, Lovely. aromatherapy. Do you have, do you do use them a lot? Yes, I have lots of oils. I love aromatherapy.
0: Tell me a bit about that though. You did a course, didn't you? You are trained in aromatherapy use.
1: I'm not an aromatherapist. <laughs> no. Whatever they might call themselves. I don't know what is that what they're called? Aromatherapists? Did you just what? <laughs> What are they called what yes they called?
0: aromatherapists yeah I said
1: aromatherapist <laughs> did you only catch the, the last part of that yeah yeah uh,
0: okay. i'm not I'm not pissed
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yes i did I did a, a workshop actually a few years ago um on um, aromatherapy oils for to use in birth you know um which was really good really enjoyed it. Um but yeah, you come out the end of the day, you know, you've been sniffing so many oils your head's kind of like washing round. But yeah, I use lots of oils, um, lots of different combinations of oils. I really I love them. Love them.
0: Yeah, I I agree, but often, you know, aromatherapy is seen as oh, it's nice, it smells nice, just get some oils, mix them up and use them. You know, I use this blend ten that I give out to everyone that comes on the course. And that is a
1: lovely, I've had that, I've had two anesthetists take that off me. Well, not literally steal it, but actually just say, oh, please, can I have that?
0: Wow. So you need some more then. I've got some more if you need some more. But anyway, what I wanted to say is that even if it seems like a natural and gentle way to to be used in, in labour birth, I'm, I'm sure you were told on the course that maybe you need to also be careful with some of the aromatherapy oils you use.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously you would never put aromatherapy oils, you know, directly onto the skin. Uh, You could have a serious reaction. You'd never ingest them either. You know, that's again would be potent. Um, And yes, there are, you know, certain oils that you should avoid in early pregnancy. Um, You know, we all know about clary sage. You know, clary sage, though, uh, what I would say about clary sage is it's good, but it's not that good, <laughs> because if it was, they'd be using it on the induction wards, wouldn't they? Yeah. Instead of, instead of pessaries, everyone would just be sniffing clary sage and everybody would be going into labour. So I, I think it's it's kind of been given a bit of a bad rap. Not a bad rap. I mean, you should be cautious of it, and you shouldn't use it before you are full term. Um, but I don't think it needs to be feared if it's being used um, you know, and you've got a woman on the another floor upstairs who potentially could haven't go into early labour if she gets a whiff of it because she's mm. you know a
0: floor above you. I don't think that's I don't think it's that potent. No, exactly that. Uh, and you know that blend ten has got clary sage in it, and and it's a really nice um, a lovely smell. You know, smell is such an important thing for you to make make you feel safe and com- comfortable and all those things. But what I wanted to say was, we, you know, everyone responds or reacts differently to different things. So, you know, to talk about aromatherapy, we can't say that all women are going to react a certain way or that some women might not have really strong uh, response to those soils. But it's the same with everything, really, isn't there? And that's why I think the whole prescriptiveness that you sometimes get in childbirth you know first we do this and then we use this oil and then we give this pill and then we we need to be active and we need to move around and we mustn't do this and do that that's why I get a little bit anti all those things because you know women need to choose for themselves what it is that they think is going to work for them and then you kind of just go with that rather than having a a way of doing things which I think sometimes can interfere more in the whole birth process than be helpful
1: yeah I mean I'll always suggest to, to any any clients that are interested in oils I'll suggest to them to sort of play around with some oils leading up to the birth you know see what kind of smells they like you know some people like really woody smells some people like the more floral smells or the more citrusy smells everybody's different so I'll sort of say to them, you know, have a play around, you know, go into somewhere like Neil's Yard or somewhere and have a smell of the oils. Um, but always bring coffee beans with you as well, you know, to clear. it. Clear, it's like clearing your palate. So once you've smelt one oil, you should then sniff coffee beans. And that kind of resets your senses to then sniff something else.
0: Oh, um, I didn't know
1: that. Yeah, yeah. They, they do it with perfume as well um, when you're you know, in the duty-free, a good duty-free will always have coffee beans available for you to sniff.
0: Oh, I've never been in a good duty-free then. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But so, so name two oils that you would definitely have in your doula bag.
1: Okay. Two that I would definitely have. Yeah, or
0: three.
1: Okay. So three, I would definitely always have lavender, but I'm very funny with my lavender. It has to be high altitude French lavender. Okay. Absolutely hate English lavender. It reminds me of old ladies and soap. <laughs> so yeah, I'm very fussy. It has to be high altitude French lavender and I will always have mandarin as well, green mandarin. Um and those two together work really well, really lovely grounding smells but of course when I smell them now all it reminds me of is the birth room. Mm-hmm. Um and I'll always have uh Clary Sage as well. Um but I love the Blend 10. The Blend 10 is kind of like your go-to oil because it's kind of got it's got everything you need. Yeah. I've yet to find anybody that doesn't like the smell of it, which is really yeah. good.
0: Yeah, because because Clary Sage on it on its own can be quite a nutty and Harry said it's very woody, isn't yeah.
1: it? Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't like the smell of it. It's okay if you disguise it in something else, but on mm-hmm. its own, yeah. I don't really, oh, I always have pep- peppermint as well, peppermint oil as well, just in case, because you know, I don't do sick. That was <laughs> what was that episode two, episode three? We all know what I'm like with sick. So, yeah, peppermint oil. I will always have that in my bag.
0: Um, what about you? Mm-hmm. Have you got any particular oils that you like? No, the same as you. I knew you were going to say high-altitude lavender because I, that is so much nicer, actually. It's
1: completely it, different. They it are, is. They are so different, the smells. Yeah, yeah
0: that they are. But I also like something lemony, so lemongrass, or something like a lemony smell, yeah. uh, which is the same as the pepperminty smell. You know, if someone's feeling a bit sick, to smell on a bit of peppermint or some lemon can sometimes help. Or to the despise pepperm- the smell. Yes. Oh. But... <laughs> it kind of also wakes you up peppermint if you're feeling really tired you know rubbing it in your hands and then inhaling it uh, like putting your hands over your nose uh, mouth and really smelling it really kind of gives you a kick so no i think that's that's those are the ones to use so hopefully that would have been was a helpful little dose of doula
1: hopefully i mean if there's any aromatherapists out there um you know and you've got anything you want to add to it then please pop it in the Facebook group, and, mm. you know, and we will add it to next week's podcast. There you go. We'll leave it there. Yes. Ba-da-ba-da-ba. So now we've come to the end of the show, show. The end of the show, show, show. The end of my day. The end of your day, nearly the end. Well, today will be when these podcasts go out. It will be the last day of your Yes.
0: Hmm. That's very true. And uh we'll we'll see how it's all ended. But what have you got planned for next week, Siobhan? What are you doing then the next few days? This bank holiday weekend. Is it? Yeah, is Monday's it? a bank holiday.
1: No, is it really? Yes. Isn't every day a bank holiday? Well, I'm really, really excited because today, when this podcast goes out, tonight I should say, Thursday night. I'm going back in the lake. My lake has opened again. Oh my God, you're starting lake swimming again. Open water swimming is back on. No COVID virus will keep us out of that water. I'm oh. so happy. So, yes, I will be swimming in my lake. Not my lake, but <laughs> the lake. Yes.
0: That sounds wonderful. But yes. well, anything else?
1: Anything else? Uh, what else am I going to be up to? Is that, that's the
0: most exciting thing, event that's, that's happening great. this week, is that you're going back to your lake for a swim.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's like, what more would anybody want in this weather?
0: Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. I might I might see if, if Lance will put our pool up this weekend.
1: Oh, yeah, your pool.
0: Our little paddling pool. No, it's not. It's a bit bigger than that. It's
1: a bit bigger than a paddling pool, isn't it? But you should, because yeah. I don't know how long this weather's going to last. So you might. As well no. Make- it. I mean I'm sure as soon as we come out of lockdown, the weather's going to be crap,
0: yeah, most likely, but that doesn't make any difference to me because I work from home, so That's
1: true.
0: yeah, <laughs> but I have my birthday weekend this weekend.
1: oh my God, happy birthday thank you What are you doing for your uh
0: got I've got nothing planned uh really that I can tell you about. <laughs> Oh, okay. one of those wink wink no um just spending time with my family as per normal um you know it's it's on sunday so i'm you know it's i'm glad it's a bank holiday on monday so maybe we'll have a few drinks and uh, have a dinner together and we like playing poker or something like that or if the pool is up i'm not going in it anyway because it's going to be icy because it's not a heated pool it heats up with the sun. So maybe by September, I might be going in the pool.
1: <laughs> you can always borrow one of my wetsuits if you want that. Oh, in the pool
0: That's very kind. Uh, but that's it. I think, yeah, I, I'm going to evaluate the course of course, and then plan the future because I have a few courses planned for the rest of the year. And yeah, I really don't know what's going to happen to it. Or maybe I just have to move them all, all, all online or virtual.
1: Yeah, it's um, it's just really difficult. We've just found out today that well, not that Sean's not going to Cambridge, but Cambridge University is doing the whole first year. So all of twenty 2020, twenty 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 one is going to be done online. So any of those kids going to Cambridge will not actually be going there this year. It will all be
0: online. I oh, do you know what. Year. I feel so. Sad for them because you know the first year of uni is like where everyone is just you know doing their thing and not studying much, mainly yeah. just drinking.
1: Yeah, and I mean, it's, it's a rite of passage, isn't it? Exactly. It, it's Really crap. I know. And Sean's. Well, we're waiting to find out what's going to happen with Sean's uni. Um, we'll, we know for sure that at least the first term will be online. They won't be in the hall, so. I don't know if that will be extended beyond Christmas, but he's just had his holiday canceled that him and nine of his friends were going on after their A-levels.
0: Oh.
1: June, that was. So they've just had email confirmation that their flights have been canceled. So they are absolutely
0: gutted. They must be. Yeah, it's not easy. We all have to adjust. But those things that, it's just that it doesn't come back. Those, it, that no, time it doesn't, doesn't come yeah. back. It's, it's a
1: it's an you know it's one of those special years you're doing your a levels you're saying goodbye to everyone at school you're going off to university it's your first adult holiday isn't it without your parents yeah. and it's none of it's going to happen for him so it's it's really pretty crap for him at yeah
0: the moment. yeah it's, it's crap for a lot of kids that the same year as, as sean so i do feel for them all but
1: anyway, let's not leave it on a negative note. Let's leave it on a positive note. So happy birthday to you, 21 this week. Oh, I know.
0: I can't believe I'm I'm like 21 again.
1: You don't look a day over 49. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's good, because that's my age. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh gosh. So yeah, birthday lockdown, huh? That would be that's well you'll have to tell us all about it in next week's podcast i
0: will i will do and i hope you have a really good week siobhan and hopefully i'll get to see you in one of our little events somewhere along the line
1: absolutely online online of course and to all of our listeners we wish you a very good week um and um yeah just hope you you keep cheery and keep positive and hopefully we'll be out of this soon
0: yes it looks like it we're heading that way so it's yeah. only going one way and that is out of this yeah exactly so i
1: guess, I guess well i guess yeah just one thing to say and that is
0: see you next time. <laughs> Listeners should always do their own due diligence on any information received from these discussions to form their own opinions and best judgments. In preparing this podcast, we have endeavoured to offer current, correct, and clearly expressed information aimed at our audience. However, we make no claims that the information will be accurate, complete, or current at all times, and we accept no liability for any reliance placed by any person on this information. We make no representations or warranties of any kind about the suitability, reliability, timeliness, and accuracy of the information contained herein (tries) Doo 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 doo
1: doo doo doo